Hey, this is Rachel. Um, I want to apologize for being a week late on um, uploading this. This is definitely something we hope to not let happen again. But, um, you know, just a lot of things came up at once. Um, but I appreciate it if you are still listening. And if you did not notice, then don't even worry about it. Everything's fine. Um, anyway, thank you. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Review us. And with that, I think we can start. Previously on Fantasy That. And uh, Pinnacle Creek comes into view. Hi, Violet. I didn't expect to see you ever again. Why? Why? I'm Curly. Do you guys know about Rook Naren? He's out to get you guys. Rook is part of an organization called The Flock. What a lot of these people want is to get themselves into positions of power. Rook's like, what, like 150 years old or something, and he's super rich and really powerful? That dude is still uh, just as much a commoner as you and me. I know that some of his associates have suspicions that he has some ulterior motive. Conspiracy. This is increasingly larger and larger than we thought it was. Okay, but whoa, guys, 5,000 gold pieces just for the prince, and then 3,000 for us, dead or alive? It's going to mean a lot of trouble. And now, for Fantasy That. A Pathfinder podcast. Yeah, you guys just finished returning that horse that you borrowed back to the lady who doesn't like Violet, whose name was Jillian. Jillian, right. Um, and you guys were thinking about heading over to the tavern. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Violet, you happen to know of one tavern. The tavern. In, uh, in Pine Nickel Creek. It's, there's not a lot of choice. There's the Briar Patch Tavern, and that's about it. All right, guys. So th- we do have a, a tavern. Um, it's here. Over there, the Briar Patch Tavern. All right, shall we? Uh, Wait, it's it's in over there. No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No. It, so, so it is directly across the street, and I not... mean, no. I'm sorry. I mean, over space there. Okay. Got oh, it. oh, oh. Sorry. That. Yeah. All right. I understand. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Prince. That wasn't clear. All right. Uh, let's head over there now, then. Over there to the other city. <laughs> I'm going to Wait, walk are we going over direction. there to over there? Maybe later. Eventually we will. But right now at this very moment, I'm going to walk in that general direction. And you all are welcome to follow me. Where are you walking? <laughs> please, please do not turn this into one of those horrible updog jokes. There were too many of those in the Underdark. What? <laughs> wait, 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 guys. What is updog? What's updog? <laughs> Uh, not much, Prince. Hang on, just a moment. <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> Jillian Valleyside. Jillian Valleyside. Very fancy. Not a fan. That's like the homeowners association. Like, can I speak to your kind of name? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I noticed that you're growing a kind of grass that's not been approved by the homeowner, <laughs> homeowners. <laughs> uh, you need to tear that up and plant uh, blue grass. Hello? Music. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sorry about that. You're good. No worries. No worries. Okay. Okay. So have um, did somebody else explain to Eli what updog was? Shall I? <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's a, it's, no, go ahead. Do we, are we really doing this? Don't worry about it, Prince. You'll just never know. Okay. It's just a mystery. I under, I understand. Okay. Very well. It's just so you know, there are, um, verbal ways that people will try to trip you up to get you to say silly things. And one of those silly things is greeting someone by saying, what's up? Prince, what's your name? Uh, it's, it's. Eli, what's the color of the sky? Blue. What's the opposite of down? Up. Eli blew up. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a perfect example of that. So that but, that it's absolutely meaningless, and your high education probably did not expose you to it. I feel anyway. like you guys could have educated about uh, me about this, but I guess it's only come up now, so it doesn't really matter. I, yes. I, it's not very significant, Prince. I think we if should we talk about into... this a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> if we run into any mad punsters, then it may become relevant. But until then, it probably won't be. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to the tavern, which is in that direction. Okay. Uh, you go in that direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the, uh, the Briar Patch Tavern. It's a simple building made of wood. It has a shingled roof. And there's um, images of roses painted uh, along its surface. And yeah, it's uh, what? It's evening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have returned from talking to Curly. So it's after sundown. There's kind of um, a patchy crowd in the uh, Briar Patch Tavern. That was unintentional. Um, <laughs> you, you, go in, you go in there. Uh, it's mostly sort of old farmers and young farmers and middle-aged farmers. Full um, spectrum of farmers. Full spectrum of farmers. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, mostly humans, a couple halflings, um, a singular elf. And, Violet, you see someone that you notice, um, that you recognize, I should say, as um, Venus Fangor. Uh, she's the one who's sort of running shop here at the Briar Patch Tavern. Oh, Venus. Okay. Um so do you all want to spread out and obviously relax, but also possibly listen in on conversations around here, see if you can pick up any local knowledge that might be relevant to us? Yeah. An excellent idea, Elsir. All right. Great. I mean, there may not be much because we are in the middle of nowhere, but... Excuse me. Are. Um, I grew up here, dear family home, but... <laughs> There's not a lot of people here. Okay, sure. Um, I'm going to go over there and gamble a bit. Uh, okay, so, Elsmere, you currently don't see anyone gambling. There are a, a couple of people who are playing cards, but there doesn't seem to be any money on the table. Okay. You can, you can try to start that up if you wanted to. All right, I'll, I'll ask them. I'm going to go talk to Venus. In terms of, like, listening into other people's conversations, should I, like, roll a stealth check for that? Yeah, you can, you can roll a uh, perception check. We can say that oh, you're okay. kind of sitting down at a table and maybe just trying to casually... I'll listen it. Okay. Oh, I have a 13 plus perception, right? Nice. Which I needed because I rolled a three, but that's a 16. Hey. So that's... Yay. That's what those modifiers are for. Oh, um, you hear 
just the most banal conversations ever. These people are talking about nothing interesting at all. Um, you hear a woman and a man discussing the price of corn and whether or not they <laughs> anticipated to go up or down in the next week, which seems like a very short time span to consider the price of corn rising and falling. There's a couple people talking about what kind of tea is the best kind of tea. Hmm. And they are just debating between two different kinds of black. <laughs> it's, um, it's just it's the lamest conversations you've ever overheard. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to tell everyone that they were mainly discussing uh, provincial matters and that it's not really worthy of our attention. Okay. okay. I was going to go say hello to Venus. Uh, okay. okay, so you want to do that first, or should I? You want to do that first? Yeah, let's do that. I mean, we can do it simultaneously. It's probably better if we don't like aren't all. Well, you can't do it simultaneously because I'm not like a like a, one of those throat singers that can do two voices at once. I was thinking like a Black Mirror episode where like there's a simulation of of two Claras and we talk. Okay, so time. like we'll record them separately, but then you'll mm. overlay my voice. Yeah, so uh, that okay. so that the um so that the listener is not confused. <laughs> right, <laughs> it is happening. Simultaneously. Uh, um, all right. Um, we can do whatever you want first. Yeah, I can go talk to Venus. Hey, Venus. I take down my hood, you know, a little, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> she says, uh, "Oh, oh, hello, Violet." <laughs> she, yeah, uh, she visibly started when you took your hood off at first. I say sorry about that. You know, um, I put my hood back on. No, no, it's it's all right. Uh, I didn't expect to see you around. Um. Though Tassel did did mention that you were in town. Yeah, um, just just for a little bit. How uh, how are things going? Uh, they're going going as fine as can be expected. Uh, we got a good regular crowd. Um, what are you what are you doing in town? Back to see your your folks? Oh yeah, I thought you know, I thought I'd um just pass through for a little bit. It's it'd be difficult for them to leave the farm, so there's really no other way for me to see them. I guess that's true. It would be a bit inconvenient for them to go uh, all the way uh, up to Calbridge to, to see you. Yeah. So, just... A day's lost is corn lost. That's what that's what we've always said. I guess yep. you know that. I guess you are t- technically from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am technically from here. Um, yeah, what can I what can I do for you? Did you want a did you want a drink or uh, yes, please. Just a drink, any drink. Like a, a you've got to be more. Spe- I'm a I'm a tavern owner. I've got a lot of a drinks. You just want me to pick one at random? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> she <laughs> she gives you kind of a weird look, and then she uh, goes back behind the counter, and she brings you out a uh, stein of beer. She says, uh, "There you are. That'll be uh, three silver." Here you go. Thanks. Um, thanks, Venus. No problem. Any any. News or gossip? Well, have you uh, have you heard the news about um, Mila? I I heard she moved over there. She's engaged to uh, Julian Silvergold. Julian. He's, can you tell by his last name that he's real rich? It's silver and gold in his last name. Or is it confirmed with other things besides his name? Because. By the presence of gold in his bank account. Yes. yes. Okay, so he's very wealthy. So Mila, my, well, I guess that's great for her, right? Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just big news. It's someone from um, over here. 
went to over there <laughs> and uh, kind of struck it rich in terms of the uh, the marriage department. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's the biggest news around right now. Um, the price of corn is going to go up, they think, because it's been a little bit uh, drier than is ideal for corn. That's mm. the other big news. Yep, I was hearing that pretty hot stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, I know it's probably not as exciting as some of the gossip up in Calbridge, but um, oh, you know, there you I have it. was living such an insular life. I really wasn't involved in much gossip at all. So Right, up in the home. palace, behind the uh, palace walls, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it's nice. Yeah, well, uh, good, good for you, Violet. Thank you, Venus. Okay, if you want to talk or anything, you know where I am. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I have with me, Clara, I have something with me called a gambler's kit. It's particularly useful for travelers moving through areas too small or remote to support a full-time place for gambling. This small, tightly packed suitcase holds decks of cards, a betting wheel, numbered cloths, colored wooden chips, and a wide variety of other sorts of specialized equipment necessary for many different games of chance. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I figured what Elsmere's doing is she kind of walks over to where people are playing cards and sort of pops her little suitcase open and uh, is sort of setting up a couple different things and is about to, like, walk over and ask people, invite them to play. Um, um, sure, yeah. Um, as you're setting up, actually, one of the people who's playing cards... She's a, uh, a young halfling woman, sort of pauses the game and uh, gets up and wanders over there. And she says, um, well, what is it you're setting up over here? Any and all kinds of games of chance. Wow, that's uh, that sounds real cool. Oh, uh, we were just playing a game over there. But, um, you know, we've been playing the same three games or so for the last what, like 10 years. And uh, I think we'd all love to see something new. Um, I'm uh, I'm Junebug. Nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Alana Forsyth. And, oh, uh, Forsyth, plus... I'm, uh, I'm from the Brambleby family. Oh, what a a delightful amalgam of terms to make a surname. Junebug Brambleby, I know. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but uh, there it is. It's delightful. Well, you ever thought about going by JBBB? <laughs> JBBB? Are, are you saying that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you do your thing. <laughs> okay. Um... Well, I have a couple different games. I've got uh, this card game. It's called Hoops and Shoots. Hoops and Shoots. Hoops and Shoots. That's a that's a catchy name. Hey, uh, hey, Lister. Hey, uh, Dothariel, come over here. Um, and a uh, you know, sort of a young-looking elf and a middle-aged human man come over to the the table where you're setting up. Okay. And I don't know. I was. Uh, so, how do you want to do this, Claire? As far as well, uh, how how about you? Uh, tell me what kind of game Hoops and Shoots is, and then I can decide from that. Okay, what kind sure. Of- um, it's just a card game. I imagine it might be kind of similar to, what was the name of that game? Capitalism? Have you ever played Capitalism? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, so it's uh, like sort of a bluff-heavy game with an element of luck. Uh, which is the type of gambling game that, that Ellesmere is best at, and the kind that she tends to focus on when she is trying to make bank. Okay, so... um. Yeah, Eli comes over to the table, too, because everyone else seems to be um, 
either trying to sneakily listen in on stuff or talking with someone they know. So he uh, also sits down at the table as you uh, as you deal everyone in. Um, I guess what we're going to do is we're going to roll uh, a bluff uh, skill. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, so the, the elven man says, as you guys um, sort of start playing the game, um, so where are you guys in town from? Uh, Rachel, do you remember what our story was? I think that we were... Um, we did not have an idea of where your Apple you Jackson's like farmer cousin... And I was like... Yeah, I was his cousin I who was helping him. Servant, so. Yeah. Yeah. You were a servant. I was helping him with, like, a business adventure. Yeah, but we didn't actually come up with where we're from. Uh, well, we're currently... We're from Shady Grove, but we're thinking of setting up around here. We'll see. Oh, I've been living here for the past... 300 years or so it's like it's a great area yes well we're we're looking to make investments and put down some roots so we'll see what happens gorgeous weather friendly people and uh i love the little uh trick people have of painting their houses up it's 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 a lot to the eye of course i live in a traditional elven tree house uh there's not <laughs> a lot of trees around here so i built the tree myself out of wood but uh, there there it is <laughs> That's that's what I call innovation. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the the human man kind of uh, rolls his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say: a good tree is hard to find. <laughs> Do they say that? <laughs> is is that a is that a saying in uh in Shady Grove? Mm. It is. I mean, <laughs> you is, wouldn't you wouldn't are... think so because they have Shady in their town's name, but. Well, it's also they also have grove in the town's name, and a grove is made of trees. So. Again, that's just me commentating. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Great. Um. So, Violet, are you playing too, or? No, I'm moody. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that I'm not playing because I that would sort of make me look like an unprofessional servant. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Go ahead and roll your uh, bluff skill check. Okay. Okay, that is 17. Okay. Um, how much did you propose that they uh, put down as a bet on this round? Well, we have, we have what, right now? 40 gold, Rachel? Uh, 35 now. 30, uh, what did we spend five on? We gave five to Curly. Oh, okay. That's right. All right. Um, I'm betting, tw- uh, what, like 15? Um, well, uh, here, you say uh, you propose 15. Um. Lister, who's the the human man, says, um, oh, that's uh, maybe a little rich for my blood. Um, you can roll a diplomacy check to try to convince him if you want, though. Okay. That was weird because um, I thought that was Lister saying that, like in his voice. You can roll a diplomacy check, though, if you want to try and convince If you want to try to talk me up, <laughs> I don't know. My better senses, but I might just be charmed into doing it anyway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're a charmable guy. Is 10 too much for him? Uh, oh, are you? When he says that, you're you're offering ten instead. Oh yeah. Uh, he he considers for a minute and he says, um, well, well, shucks, I just I don't think I can. It's uh, it's a lot of money for me, so I'll just I'll just watch. Okay. All right. Well, if you like what you see, then you can play the next round. Um. Okay. The uh the other two uh go in though the uh the elf and um Junebug Bramblebee. <laughs> And uh, Eli's playing, too. Are you... <laughs> he has an interesting question. Are you letting Eli bet with your money? Yeah, I guess since both of us are playing... Okay, so we're just betting. We're both just betting 10, then. 
Okay. Um, so you guys are betting with 10 then. You end up winning that round, Ellesmere. Um, he, so Eli loses 10 gold pieces to you. To me. Um, Ooh, it's getting tense. Right. So, I mean, so like that doesn't really count as losing. He gives you his 10 gold pieces. But, I mean, he got the money from you. Right, it's all of our, it's everybody's money, yeah. Right, um, but you win ten gold pieces each off uh, Dartharial and uh, Junebug. Okay, so we have 20 more gold now, right? Uh, yeah. That's 55? Since they just lost, um, Junebug kind of pulls a face and she says, um, well, uh, that's a crying shame. Um, man, I don't know, ten, ten gold pieces... To lose another ten is a, it's a lot of money. I'm uh, gonna um I'm gonna buy them drinks at from Venus to buy okay. everybody around. Um yeah. So you buy them drinks that uh, are you buying them all beers? Yeah. Okay. Are you buying one for uh, Eli and Elsmere too? Yes. Okay. So that's going to come out to fifteen silver, which is what? One gold and five silver or something? Yeah. I- um yeah, so I'm I'm gonna have you roll a persuasion check to convince June to keep playing, but I'm going to give you a uh, like a plus three situational bonus because of Violet just buying them drinks. Okay. Well, I think I've probably only got one more round left in me, but uh, let me see how many of y'all still want to play. So with the plus three, it's twenty-seven. Wow. <laughs> okay. There's yeah, they they're convinced. Junebug <laughs> sort of smiles and shrugs and she says um. Well, I guess the uh, the harvest is coming up anyway. Doesn't matter if I spend a little having some fun now, right? Right, and I don't want to run you out of house and home. This will be the last round I play. Alrighty, go ahead and roll your um your bluff check to play the game. Okay. Oh, nat twenty. What? That is hilarious. Because you know who also <laughs> rolled a nat twenty? Are you kidding me? Eli. <laughs> yes. The card Wait, shark. How does that go against you? Who wins then between the two of you? <laughs> um, what's your what's your modifier on that? Eight. Okay, so Eli wins. Actually, Eli has a higher bluff than her. Eli has a bluff ten bluff plus what? ten bluff. Yes. Why is he such a good liar? <laughs> <laughs> well, remember what I said last time. Somebody rubbed off on him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Learning. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, Eli wins, which is <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, Eli gets the money that he lost back from you, and he gets um, ten more each from um, Dartharial and uh, Junebug. Yeah, gold so pieces. seventy-five gold. Okay. Um, and Eli looks pretty pleased with himself, and he says, um, "Wow, I uh, I never thought I'd be this good at cards." Well, well done, Apple. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Els, um, <laughs> he just stops talking. He can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Bless his heart. Okay. He just uh, he just oh, looks down guy. at the gold that he's gathered and kind of starts stacking it up into little stacks of five. And uh, Junebug says, "Um, well, uh, that's enough losing money for today. Or, or uh, you know, my husband and kids will start getting angry at me for uh, spending all the money." <laughs> Yeah, that is all well and good. We just wanted to have a bed of fun, and thank you very much for playing with us. Yeah, no problem. Can I give that wheel a spin? Just just for kicks. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, she just uh, spins the wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it spins around. I think it's uh, it's it's quite a, a pretty wheel. There are a bunch of different symbols on it that look a little bit like 
tarot cards. Yeah, she um she was interesting. And she she gets, gets hypnotized and starts to float in, in place. <laughs> Her <laughs> head spins all the way around like it's the exorcist. Oh, no. Really dark turn. No, she just says, uh, that's, a, that's a real cool um, gambling wheel you got there. You know, I, I wish we had a, a real gambling uh, hall in town, though I will say I'd probably have a lot less money than I do right now if there were. Well, we'll be round about these parts for a while. Do you think you could let us know if any business ventures, but also anything about the unrest that seems to be spreading across the country lately? Uh, roll a um, diplomacy check. Okay. And also a perception check. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, so I got 23 for diplomacy. Okay. What did you get for perception? A 24. Okay. You notice something sort of flicker across her face. You get the sense that she does know something. She opens her mouth. What did you get on um, diplomacy again? 23. Ooh, that's very high. Yeah. Um, she says, um, well, um, I mean, there's there's nothing to be concerned about or anything. You know, there's I th- just changes, changes in the air, I think, you know? You know, I think it's going to all be for the best for people around here. I don't know enough about hereabouts to know either way, but I'm glad to hear you think so. Yeah, I mean, I think that the changes will all be will all be good for someone like you if the changes that are are brewing actually come to pass at all, which you know they might not. Things change all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, what um, what do you think might get better around here? You know, the the tax policies might change with the uh, the new leadership, and um, what do you think about the new leadership? Well, I, uh, I think we need some time to sort of, uh, settle, settle in a bit. You know, it's just, it, things have just been shaken up right around now. And, um, that's very true. The dust is still in the air, like they say. Uh, I'm hopeful that we'll get some new, uh, roads, a little bit better infrastructure. You know, I broke a, a wagon wheels. I was taking my harvest into town last year. Oh, yeah, all those potholes. Yeah, all those potholes, right? You know, they take our money, and where does it go? Not to our roads, I'll tell you that yeah. much. I'm Definitely a, not the potholes, that's for sure. So I'm hoping that that changes, that we see some better infrastructure. Just I'm hoping for some practical good changes. Thanks for giving us some insight into your town. Uh, no problem. I hope you I hope you enjoy your time in Pine Nickel Creek. Uh, we will do that. You have a good evening now. Is, you is, too. Is this like the only elf in Pine Nickel Creek? Um, the only elf that you've seen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you actually would, know, I mean, Violet... you never knew him personally, um, because he is very reclusive, but mm-hmm. you do know Violet about an elf who lives in a, a big wooden tree that he constructed for himself. And there's a tree house in, again, this constructed wooden tree. So I knew about that. You knew about that. Uh, you've never met that guy before. I go and shake his hand. Uh, he says, um, oh, uh, hello there. Um, nice to nice to meet you. I'm a big fan of your treehouse when I was a little kid. I liked oh. treehouses. I thank you. Um, yeah, I made it, made it myself. Took a uh, took hundred years or so to really get the, the tree right, but here we are. Hmm. Well, I don't think we've ever met, so it's good to good to meet you. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I heard I heard some. Uh, Did you? <laughs> well, hard not to. Um, uh-huh. Only nice things, of course. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I try to stay out of uh, human affairs. Yeah. You guys, 
It's see, you guys die so fast. I try not to get too emotional. Yeah, you involved. might be attached, right? Right, uh, you guys die real quick. So I try not to get too emotionally attached to anyone in town. Um, mm. you know, except for uh, drinking buddies and stuff. But I try not to see them when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, laughs. <laughs> Clara, can I roll a perception check? Okay. What are you trying to perceive? I don't know. Because I think I know who this guy is, but I don't know if Violet would. Well, you're cheating, but yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Like, would I recognize him? Maybe. Roll a perception check. Okay. Oh, I got a 19. Oh, plus anything? But, um, yeah, 10. Okay. That's, what, a 29? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, you notice a similarity in the, in the shape of the nose and the cut of the jaw. Has a familial resemblance to, uh, Stumbling Stephen. Oh. Oh! What do you know? <laughs> I said, you have any family? Uh, well, sure, I've got some. I've got a, uh, I've got a son who's in over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a, a grandkid who's, um, up in Calbridge, I think. Oh, wow. What's he doing there? So, running a tavern. Hmm. Cool. Never been myself, but, um, you know, he's only he's only a half-elf. Oh, so you better get there soon, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I guess. This is the definition of not getting involved in human affairs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, my son. He's got some um, interesting notions about, um, it's like... <laughs> The thing is, you know, when you live to be, like, what, 900 years old, why are you marrying someone who's only going to live to be 80? So uh, it just seems like bad, like, bad planning to me, but, um... But it's I true guess love, darling. The heart Don't chooses. Don't you get that? Right. Yeah, that's what my son said, but uh, I just think it seems like a bad idea. Wow. Elsmer's listening to this with some interest because that was exactly right. what her parents were, were a full-blooded elf and a human. Of course, they're both dead now, but, yeah. Yeah. You never know what life's going to bring, right? Um, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, indeed. Uh, good to good to meet you. Yes, and uh, likewise, I'd like to extend the same um, question to you. Let us know if anything of interest comes up. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll another uh, diplomacy and perception check. Okay. Well, the diplomacy wasn't as high. It was only 14. But do I get any uh, help from Violet with that? Yeah. Yeah. I just figured that was since she if was you talking. Wanna, if you want to, if you want to, oh, yeah, you were talking. That's fair. Yeah, so I'll add, so it's 16. Oh, sorry, Catherine. Oh, what'd you get? I got a one. I don't know if that's going to hurt oh. you. Oh, um, yeah. Well, it doesn't do anything to me. I just don't get help from you. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. So I just have a 14 for diplomacy. I'm what sure did my... you say? Wait, wait, wait. What did Violet say to make it worse? Um, I said, <laughs> um, well, I didn't make it worse. I just didn't make it better. Right, I know, uh-huh. but Violet said something. It didn't make things worse for uh, for you, Elsmere, but Violet uh-huh. did say something to make herself unhelpful. What did you say, Violet? Um, I don't know, Clara. I don't know what would be unhelpful. Come on, improv. I don't know. Yeah. I I just something haunted happens. You know? Oh, that's a, yeah, sure. Yeah, something haunted happens, and like like a ton of my beer just spills spills everywhere. Like it's like it's and then my cup lands ten feet away. Like it's a bizarre. <laughs> Like, okay, how you, on earth did you drop your cup that what badly? You do, what you do is um, you uh, set down your glass, and even, like, after your hand has left your beer stein, <laughs> your beer stein uh, tips over and spills beer all over the table and uh, splashes onto um, Dartharial's pants, and he looks down. 
I am so sorry. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've heard much about me. Heard that uh, you're a, a little bit of a, you've got some haunting problems. Yep. That's why I'm so popular. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, I'll just be quietly. uncomfortable. Yeah. Can you, friends, uh, well, I'm just going to clean, I'm going to leave, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, bye. <laughs> You can meet you. Just hurry off, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, you were rolling a uh, perception check too. I got a one. So. Oh, you got a one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't notice anything about Darth Ariel. He says, "Well, like I like I said, it is a a nice place to put down roots. Lovely weather, some mild winters, and uh, I just, I think it's a great place to put down roots." All right. Well, well, I'll I'll certainly keep that in mind. Thank you for the information. Uh, yeah, no problem. All right then. Uh, bye, Venus. I'm sorry for the spill. That's all right, Violet. Not to retcon, but I probably clean clean that beer up, Violet. <laughs> you would? I was probably the one who cleaned up the beer. Oh, okay, because you're a servant, right? Oh, that's that's actually yes, that is what happened. Um, and I feel even worse now, actually. If you started <laughs> to clean up the beer, then I would help. I would go back and help, and okay. it'd be confusing. A lot of uh, beer cleanup and clean. Actually. Valeria, as you go over there to uh, clean up the beer, Venus cuts in and she says, uh, I'm real sorry, I can't let you do that. There's a whole liability issue. Uh, my insurance doesn't cover it if you um, clean up stuff in the tavern, if you got her, like, I don't know what Violet's, if she's got some bone shards or glass shards. Okay, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's, also, yeah, that's fine. Right. She um, also signed something. All my traveling companions signed something. But, uh, you know, my lawyer's... <laughs> Sign of, just, just don't, don't worry. Everyone, step back, please. She uh, rolls. <laughs> she like please. treating it like toxic waste. It's fear. <laughs> right? Yeah. Does uh, <laughs> man I'm gonna have to go down to the temple for those two? Oh my now. God, you don't. It's just fear. Listen, I don't want a haunted tavern. It's bad not haunt. I'm bad ha- for business, Violet. Please just leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm not a- angry at you. I'm just um, disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, I get meek and go away. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eli, Prince Eli looks very uncomfortable. So I'm just like standing outside kicking a rock around. Elsmere really wanted to press to digitate it clean, but she kind of doesn't I know, want wanted, to. I was thinking that too. Like we should keep the magic yeah. under. Right. Mm-hmm. So I. So nobody knows that I have magic. So we're out there now. So, so what do y'all, <clears throat> I mean, what do you all think? <laughs> we learned. Hey, in, uh, uh, good tavern. job. With the money. Um, oh, thank you. Well, it wasn't just me. It was uh, it was our, our good friend Apple Jackson here, too. Did you learn how to lie? <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess I, I picked up one or two things, even without the, uh, the official lessons. Yeah. Valeria, any, I'm guessing nothing, anything interesting. You looked very bored. Yeah. Um, you know, this is... Probably, obviously, not the center of any kind of conspiracy or anything, but that stuff from more important places may have sort of trickled over here, and it may be willing to like poke around a little bit. Mm. Yeah, she she said it all in in those words. <laughs> She's a bitch. Um, so not important, but maybe. Yes, I mean, you know, things from important places tend could, to could float over. over like trash, you know, blowing in the wind to the trash island. Like that- like. Like fashion trends. Oh, like fashion <laughs> trends. That's such a charming analogy. Um, 
Well, I I do think that Junebug is definitely part of whatever is going on with the halflings. It's like these people, and I think Valeria's been might be kind of sympathetic to you know the whole getting rid of the nobles thing, whatever. Um, if I could maybe actually work the servant angle a little bit. No, that sounds really good, right? Like yeah, talk to the help. Well, if you want a bunch of angry halflings. You can either go, you can go to the two rich families' house. I mean, they're rich, quotation marks, but they have, like, uh, two halfling servants each. It would be worth uh, sort of gauging what their views are. Help, they may not trust me as much as they would one of their own kind, but I mm-hmm. am a servant uh, while I'm here, so they may trust me more than all of you. Yeah. Yes. So is that something, I, perhaps we should go home for the night, though. It is getting late, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is getting okay. late. All right. Shall we head back to your parents' home, Violet? Yeah. Yep. Let's go home. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you go back to the uh, the Thresher household. Okay. Uh, Violet's parents are uh, in the midst of preparing dinner. There's a um, like salad. There's bread that um, was purchased from the bakery. And there's another uh, pot of stew on the stove. It's a very soup-heavy household. Yep, it's warm. Um, and I'm I'm just like kind of, kind of lingering outside the door. So. Okay, you're not coming in. Well, not yet until you guys are like going in. Oh, okay. I I've already gone in. I'm I'm sitting down. The process of getting ready to eat. Okay. okay. Uh, um, yeah. Yusha says, um, now stop hanging out. There in the shadows, Violet. I know that you like to sneak around. And it's in your nature, but it's been a long time since we've seen you. And, uh, you know, to come into the light. It's okay. It won't hurt you. Nope. You're right. Here I am. Well, there you are. It's our uh, lovely, lovely daughter. Yeah. Go put, put your hood down. What are you, what are you doing? Sorry. You look real shady like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of suspicious. Very suspicious. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. So I understand the urge, but uh, don't don't do, don't do that. Though. Yeah, I just sometimes people are frightened. So. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, you're among friends, Violet. Let, what do you say we just uh, get down to eating dinner? This this looks and smells delicious. Thank you for providing us with nourishment. Mm. It's not a problem. I uh, made this soup myself. Uh, Violet knows it's uh. My great-grandfather's recipe. Great-grandpa Werner. Werner. Yeah. Never met him. But Well, neither did I. <laughs> he is my it, great-grandpa. It's it's quite delicious. Very filling. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not eating anything. Violet, why aren't you eating? I'm not hungry. You haven't. Uh, she leans in. You haven't uh, developed an appetite for uh, oh <laughs> ash, ash, no. have you? Or, no. uh, I don't know, like uh, human blood? No. I mean, if you need some blood, um, I can't go out and kill one of the chickens, I guess. Uh, um, I'm willing to do that. No, if you... that's okay. I actually, I am. I I am hungry. Just kidding. I yeah. was about to jump in and say you ate earlier, but. Nope, yeah. that's okay. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> this is very good. Mmm. So good. Oh, I love like the taste it, of food. The regular food. <laughs> regular food that was prepared for regular people to eat. <laughs> that's that's great. Violet, I'm happy to hear it. Mm-hmm. Says Myra. Alright. Well I'm I'm going to uh to head up to bed then. I, I suggest that everyone get some good rest. We have a long day ahead of us tomorrow. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to go say goodnight to my chicken. Okay, you go say uh, goodnight to your ancient chicken. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I mean, what are you just doing, holding your chicken and talking to it? Well, it can say something back, because I can talk oh, to right. it. What do you say to it? Good night, Wait, chicken. what's your chicken's name again? I forgot. I'm going to name it Marnie. You named it Marsha, but I edited it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Rachel. Wow. I don't like it as much as Mar- I like Marnie more. All right. That's fine. <laughs> but there's probably not much to do. I just pat it. My time is coming soon, Violet. I can tell. <laughs> oh, Marnie, you're so funny. Oh, I got <laughs> so scared. I thought that was Dan- David Farmer. <laughs> the most ancient of all the chickens. David Farmer speaking through this chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, it's David Farmer. I have communed with demons in the in the chicken plane of demons, and I've accrued their magical powers in my feathers. Take my feathers, Violet. Make them into a pillow. Don't. No. And then you'll dream of me every night. Okay. I'll, so my 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 chicken's crazy. Okay, I'll take one feather. The chicken plane. Ouch! Why did you do that? You said take your feathers. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> chicken fluffs up all of its feathers and uh, clucks and it uh, flutters around the uh, chicken coop a bunch. And then it comes back and it puts its head on your leg. It okay. says, um, uh, I did miss you, Violet. Thanks, Marnie. <laughs> Does Violet put her head on her head? Yeah. <laughs> she makes the, the little chicken uh, cooing clucking noise. Okay. The little like. Oh, you did a really good one, Clara. You. Mm, all right. Uh, night, Marnie. <laughs> Good night, Violet. Dream of demons, just like me. Okay. <laughs> I will. You know, it's really good nobody else can speak um, bird, because this would not make me look good. <laughs> <laughs> Marty says, uh, don't listen to them, Violet. They're all jealous. <laughs> jealous? Jealous. Mm. I love your haunted powers. I love it when uh, the other chicken's eggs roll out of the nest. And it's they... very funny. Oh, so I I have been doing that? Well, when you were little. Yeah. I mean, it's not your fault I'm not laying eggs. I think it's because I'm so old. Yeah. I'm the wisest of the chickens. Yep. I'm you... the only one who dreams of demons. You are. <laughs> Which, I mean, technically is true, because if she's dreaming about Violet... That's true. They're all dreams about you, Violet. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're my favorite chicken. You're my favorite demon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Good night. You know, I, wait, 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 wait. Before you go, I want you to know that any time the uh, the crows and the sparrows started gossiping about you, I went out of the hen coop and I clucked at them a whole lot. I I remember that. That's one of the reasons why you're my favorite. Did you? But I've done that even when you were gone because oh. they still sometimes gossiped about you, especially once the scarecrow started going up. Yeah, that's not. How entertaining can that actually be? I didn't think. I mean, I don't know. I'm a chicken. I thought yeah. it was pretty boring. I just looked at it <laughs> and I wondered, is that edible? And I went over there and it wasn't. And it's then I stopped caring. not even edible. Not edible. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you, Marnie. I appreciate it. Uh, no, no problem, Violet. That chicken was very intelligent. I know. I was a crazy, uh, hyper-intelligent it's age, chicken. It's the age of the chicken. Can you, yeah, it's I'm going to say that she was definitely not that intelligent when I left. <laughs> I'm a little startled. It's a very old <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Like, she is an ancient chicken. Like, no a chicken. Very smart postmenopausal chicken. Right. Uh, and it, apparently, she has dreams of demons. 
Yeah. Yes. Mostly you. Mostly me. <laughs> but not just you. That's interesting. Other demons, too. So, um, is everybody asleep now? Is everyone in bed, or? Yeah, I mean, I'm in yeah. the bedroom. Okay, I was just making sure that maybe, like, I didn't know if, like, Valeria was doing something else. Or Eli? Maybe Eli's pacing, or I don't know. Uh, no, Eli's, um, he's reading a book of old recipes. Uh, that's the only book in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good, I'm um, glad we raised an intellectual. <laughs> We raised him ourselves. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, he's your boy. Yes. Um. Okay, so you guys are all asleep. Mm-hmm. Violet, you're asleep. Roll a perception check. Um. That is a twenty-four. Um. Okay. Violet, you are roused from sleep. It's very late at night. Um. Everything is quiet outside. There's like an owl hooting in the distance and a lot of crickets. And you see a, a shadowy figure standing over you, and you recognize it almost at once because it's not that dark to you because you have like your dark vision. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's your dad, and he's got a little bottle of water with the ornate silver cap. He's just uh, sprinkling some on your face. He's flicking it with his fingers on your face and over your pillow and <laughs> over your blanket. Like and then he stoppers it up. And he uh, walks out of your room again. Uh, okay, was it holy water? Uh, it looked like a container for holy water. I mean, you don't know if it's holy water. Has he ever done this before? <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. There was holy water then. All right. I um I get up, but I don't. I just stay up for a little while. Okay. <laughs> wow, Valeria's assassin. Like perception skills are not as good as she would like to think they are. Oh, are you all sleeping in the same room? Yeah, we're all in the same room. Oh, yeah, uh, you two can roll perception checks too then if you're all in the same room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 20. Not a nat 20, but a 20. Uh, 27. Yeah, both of you also notice this happening. Well, Ellesmere does a knowledge arcana check. <laughs> or should I use alchemy? Um, to try to identify it? Yeah. You can try a knowledge al- alchemy. Okay. Oh, it's nat 20. Okay. You identify it as holy water. Okay, it's holy water. Um, Sir, that will be necessary. <laughs> Wait, you say that? Yes. He, uh, he, all right, we're retconning a lot of things then. All right. Um, <laughs> he jumps when you say, say that, and he says, uh, this is just like a little nighttime ritual that, uh, you know, I do for Violet just to make sure she's protected by the, the goodwill of Tora. Yep. I say, like, with my eyes closed. Oh, we're awake. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've been with Violet a while, and she's done perfectly oh, well without it. It's just something that I, I do for my daughter. Very, very well, then. Just to, you know, protect her from anything bad that might happen. I know she's an adventurer now, and I just want to keep her safe with some holy water. If that's the reason, then that is all well and good. Okay. Yeah, starts to creep out of the room again, then. Okay. There's this sort of sharp intake of breath, and then she doesn't say anything, and she turns over and goes to sleep. Yeah, I think Valeria just... Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Then, yeah, you you guys, I guess, all, except for Prince Eli, you guys all know that this happened to Violet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then you wake up though. It's uh, it's a nice, uh, bright, sunny morning. It's uh, warm. It's um, 
Lovely. Do you, right. um, I go see my mom. Okay. Um, yeah, your, uh, your mom is getting ready to go out to, uh, get the day's groceries. She says, um, uh, oh, good morning, Violet. Hey, mom, do you want to braid my hair? Oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. What kind of braid would you like, Violet? Uh, French braid. Okay. Um, you know what's funny? She says as she, uh, she gets out, uh, a brush. And she um, sits you down at the kitchen mm-hmm. table and she pulls up a chair behind you to start uh, brushing your hair. You know, it's funny. I don't know what that word means. French. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Um, so I guess just kind of braid. Yeah, I guess it's just you got to have some kind of braid. There's also the wrench braid. And the wrench the, braid, um, fish tail, I know. The Grinch um, braid. Wrench braid, um, I know about that. All those make sense, though. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, you know, they all refer to real things. Not French, though. Not French, though. It's just a descriptor for braid, I guess. Um, Yeah, she starts brushing your hair. She uh, puts a little bit of rose water in it so it has a mm. lovely light floral scent. And she uh, she braids it for you in a French braid. That exists. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a braid that does exist, but, uh, you know, is described by an unknown word. I didn't know that, Clara. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is is there breakfast on the table? Uh, yeah, there's um, there's uh, eggs and bacon, and there's some uh, boiled greens. Is Eli awake? Eli's awake. Uh, he's wearing a uh, his princely uh, nightgown, and uh, yeah, he's uh, helping himself to breakfast. Okay, so we're all sitting around and eating. Thanks for doing this, mom. It's nice. It reminds it's- me. Yeah, it's nice to do. It's been a long time since I've had anyone's hair to braid, uh, except my own, I guess. But that's not, you know, there's no bonding involved there. Not really, no. It's kind of, you know, just a lonesome activity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wish your father would let me uh, braid his beard. But he says that's uh, for dwarves uh, and that he doesn't want to, uh, you know, appropriate any dwarven beard braid. <laughs> that is so um, progressive of him. Yeah, you know your father. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a real mindful man. Um, yeah, she finishes braiding your hair, and she uh, ties it off with a uh, with a purple ribbon. Thank you. Love you. Love you too, Violet. And Elsmere sort of, like, looks at Valeria kind of surprised. Yeah, I think Valeria just sort of nods. I don't think she's quite so surprised. I think she's very familiar with the complications of... <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, this shit is is densely knotted. <laughs> yeah, seems pretty typical. Well within the range, <laughs> normalcy. Yeah, Elsmere's the only person in this group that had nice parents. So my parents or are nice. Had parents at all? Were nice, but they died when I was like six. So. Violet, mm-hmm. uh, did you do that intentionally so that people would see your mom being nice to you? Um, it was like. 70% wanting to just have a moment with my mom. Um, and then, like, when people came in, I was like, I appreciated that. So, no, not not for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't manip- I wasn't being... Don't be a tieflingist, okay? I wasn't just <laughs> manipulating everybody. Elsmere doesn't suspect that. I will say, I, I was suspecting that entirely. Oh, no. <gasps> Clara! Come on. That's just, that's just Clara <laughs> judging Rachel, okay? That's not... <laughs> How Rachel is. No. Yeah. <laughs> what 
wasn't just, judging you, Rachel. Just a little manipulative sometimes. Okay. I, I think Valeria suspected that because that's what she would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. No, I think actually that Violet even feels uncomfortable. Like, she wasn't expecting you guys to get up that early. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, so, yeah, well, you finish your breakfast and uh, hair braiding and everything. Um. Uh, all right, guys. Um, well, I, I've got some armor to pick up from Tassel. That's right. Let's. I think that should be the first order of the day. What do you all think? Mm. That sounds good to me. All right, then. Um, sure, and then <clears throat> I can show you Culpepper and Neverweather's house if you guys want to look into it. Oh, who are they? Just the two wealthiest families. Like that's right. All right then. Um, that sounds. And then, and then we should probably think about about leaving. I guess. Yes, um, I think that would be wise. Yeah. Can't stay here too long. But it's been a good break for all of us, I think. Yeah. All right then. Uh, well, let's head to pick up your armor then. Hey, Tassel. Uh, um, good morning, Violet and uh, and Co. And Co. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. He uh he brings out this armor. It's um black hide armor it's pretty well made actually you can tell that parts of it were put together a little bit more quickly than others like mm-hmm. some you know he clearly used intricate stitches like he'd made it kind of like a um like a pet project over a long period of time uh-huh. um but parts of it have been put together in a more utilitarian way since he was doing kind of a rush overnight job uh-huh. for you um so there's a little bit of a difference in quality between like you know, the chest and the sleeves or like, you know, mm-hmm. the neck and the, the bottom. <laughs> um, but it looks perfectly serviceable um, for sure. Uh, and he says, um, I'm sorry I couldn't do a better job, but um, here you go. No, thank you, Tassel. This is excellent. Um, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I hope it I hope it serves you well. It, uh, I'm sure it will. Yeah, so dro- drop by if you come into town again. I'd like to see you. I was wondering how you were doing. Yeah, um, I will. Yeah, um, so see you guys around. Have a nice day. Um, see you, Tassel. Do you, do you have one of those scarecrows? Um, no, I, I don't. I didn't. It seems a little... Um, I, I, I don't know. It just seemed a little weird. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you want to know something crazy? Sure. Um, I have this spell now where I can jump inside of them. You're joking. No. <laughs> yep. All jump of them? Even, like, even the ones that aren't purple? Yes. They are made to look like me. Yeah. They each have <laughs> yeah. A, a piece of my bone in it, and I think that qualifies as a I, uh, I bet that would uh, terrify a lot of people around here. I think it would. Uh, I won't. I won't. I won't say anything, though. He seems to be... Uh, he's really tickled by that. <laughs> I know. So... Shh. All right. See you. Uh, yeah. So you guys leave the uh, the blacksmithery. What's the plus on the armor? Oh man. Um, it's just a uh, normal hide armor. Except you know you know that it's made out of the hide of a dire bear, but. Okay. So like plus four. That's what I have. Yeah, that's what it is. It's okay. plus four. Great. All right, guys. Um. So guys, there are two places we can go. There is the Culpeppers over there. And then there is the mayor's house, Neverweather. Theirs is three stories, but the third story isn't really a, a story, but they, they say it is. It's more like an attic, but whatever. I see. And um, which of these groups is more friendly to you? Is it the Culpeppers? Uh, I mean, they don't hate me, so. That's good. I mean, they, uh, they might hate me. Like, <laughs> they don't, they're not evil. 
Okay, and how do you propose? <laughs> how do you propose we approach them? Yeah, I was thinking, and then maybe I mean I don't know. I could come in with a business proposal or something, and yeah. the servants could all bond together. Yeah, I feel like if you guys were like kind of a dick to me, it might make me more sympathetic. All right, that's gonna be tough, <laughs> but um, sure. All right, if you think that's helpful. Be you specifically, Violet. Um, Eli, what we need you to do, since you're the main player here, is to not make eye contact with Melise, but throw her your, your stuff. Melise, right. Remind me of all of your fake names. Yes, so you're Ethel Jackson, of course. Okay. I'm Alana Forsyth, your cousin. And uh, Valeria is Melise, your chelish servant. Violet is Violet. I'm Violet. Right. Uh, so, and Violet is, Vi- how do I know Violet? How do, Just, um, uh, I'm a, I don't, they won't, they really won't question it. They won't ask. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I um, just know people who want to make money. That's a thing. They'll just, they'll just take that as the truth. All right. These, okay. He says he seems a little uncomfortable. Want me to be mean to Valeria, who's really Melise? Yes, but not so much. You don't have to be evil. You just have to be dismissive. And yeah, just be like, yeah, just just as a concrete example, perhaps throw her your stuff and don't make eye contact like Violet said. And then to add to that, say, see that you don't soil it. Oh, um, all right. I think I I think I've got the picture. He says good. I think it'd be good for them to feel that they have common ground with me. Yeah. So do you want to go to the mayor's house? They have more power, more money, and probably angrier servants. Uh, but they're evil. Well, at least they don't. <laughs> at least one person in the mayor's family is evil. Um, in what sense? Just bad, cold, mean. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't think we should just go to both? Yeah, we can go to both. Culpepper, they know each other. We could actually have them both over. Uh, where? Um, I guess the Culpepper's, um, foyer is prettier. Oh, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Let's have Melise approach them with a message from us. Oh, I like say, that. meet That's... in the Culpepper's foyer. Now, I, we might want to ask the Culpepper's for permission first. I'll go and ask them for permission. Yes. And then your servants, um, Melise, you can go to... Neverweather's mansion, and I, I hold up quotation marks again. And uh, Eli, you could write a very serviceable invitation, I think, with your fine calligraphy skills. That's true. I can I can write something up. A few people just um, tell me what to do. I will make a letter that is um, fitting for this occasion, and you can. Deli- Sorry, I'm not very good at this kind of. It's going to be hard for me to act. In the way that you want me to act. Um, yes, well, trying you cannot not but... speak much. In fact, you can uh, use the mystique of silence to give yourself okay, an aura that'll really help me out. <laughs> yes. Um, and, um, this seems, one thing, though, this seems to be kind of clashing with my, um, with your farmer, with my farmer outfit. Um, right. Well, you're, uh, you're a gentleman farmer. You're a gentleman mover and shaker. Okay. You're a landowner, and you know the power of that. I'm a corn magnate. Correct. Okay. Yes. And um, I actually uh, got some of that stationery from the tower we were imprisoned in, if you'll remember. So we have plenty of nice, creamy paper. 
on which to write invitations. Oh, I remember that. That was a very nice stock. It was, uh, what, uh, 2.4 weight? Mm-hmm. I get glazed I... over as you talk about the weights of paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess we go about... First of all, what are you having uh, Eli write? Oh, okay. We would like to cordially invite you to entertain... Um, cordially invite Francine Neverweather. Okay. To entertain a business proposal in the uh, the most esteemed foyer of the Culpepper family. I giggle because they hate that. They hate how much better their foyer is than theirs. Um. <laughs> is that is that good? Do you think that's advisable? Oh yeah, they'll they'll show okay. up. <laughs> cool. All right. Okay. Um, are Since you talking we... to the Culpeppers first or the ne- Neverweathers? I'm gonna ask the Culpeppers for permission. Okay, you approach the uh, the Culpepper house, which is the second biggest house in town. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a beautiful garden outside. It's um, made of wood, but it's uh, all very carefully carved, kind of in the same style of a uh, like a Victorian house. Um, brightly painted, not with the um, the kind of um, you know nature imagery that's common on most of the houses and buildings around here, but with um, images of cities and um like the high mountainous uh skyline of the cinder peaks it's um they're they're calling uh they're using imagery that's a little bit above their station yeah <laughs> they're yeah they're uh they're putting on a a you know a very um worldly worldly air i mm-hmm. guess you could say yeah I... you're at the door uh whew, okay there's a, a few seconds pause, and then a, um, a halfling woman who is dressed in crisp black and white uh, maid's clothes opens the door. She says, um, hello? Hey, uh, Sarah, is that right? It's, uh, it's Mabel, actually. It's, was there ever a Sarah here? Um, maybe. I've only worked here for the past year. Okay, sorry. Um, I, I used to live here, but, um, I didn't spend much time. Uh, I was, I was wondering if I could have a word with, uh, Goldie? Um, she's not here right now. Oh. She's out of town. Okay. I uh, can leave a message for her if you like. Not important. Um, okay. Anybody home? Um, me and the rest of the servants. Just, just you all, then. Just us, that's right. So I sort of give Violet a meaningful look. Yeah. Um, can we come in? Roll a diplomacy check. Um, that is a 24. She kind of sighs and she says, um, if you like, you can come in for a, a little while. I'm not sure quite what you're hoping to gain from this, but come on in, I guess. Well, if you want to know, Mabel, um, originally I was going to come in with like kind of a fake business deal, but what I really wanted to do was show these people the foyer. Oh, the foyer. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my one of my friends back there was thinking of. He wanted to see it to see if it was a good model for his um, future home, and so we were going to come up with set up a dummy meeting um, so that Goldie would entertain us. But if if they're not here, we can just kind of come in and. Yes, uh, she's on vacation. You can you can come in, and she uh, waves him into the foyer. It is a it's a beautiful foyer. It's high ceiling. There's a there's a big picture window that uh, looks out over the main street. There's uh, lots of 
elegantly carved furniture with uh, beautiful um, embroidery on all the uh, upholstery, some paintings of members of the uh, Culpepper family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, a little pretentious, but it's, uh, you know, very elegant. In a low voice, they say, you should change of plans, Eli. You should act the way you need to act now. He said, he, <clears throat> he clears his throat and he says, um, uh, Melise, take my things, please. Don't dirty them. <laughs> All right. And does he toss them at her? Uh, <laughs> let me roll. Uh, yeah, he, he tosses them at her. He does a bad job, though. Um, it falls around her feet. And he says, uh, oh, sorry. Pick those up, Melise. <laughs> Uh, yes, Apple Jackson, please come look at the foyer I was telling you about. Ah, yes, the foyer. <laughs> he says. All right. Uh, he looks around and he says, um, ah, these paintings, very um, bland, aren't they? Yeah, not nearly Where's as austere the as the Culpeppers would have you believe. Where's all the velvet? Mm, there's really nothing without velvet. <laughs> I said, do you mind if... Um, if we have some tea here, Melise, um, I'm sure, wouldn't mind making it. I mean, you can go down to the kitchens and you can talk to Clay if you like. He's down there. But um, don't you don't have to. We have everything in a very precise order. Mm. And just you can help, I guess. Uh, I nod to Melise without making eye contact. Yeah, she gestures uh, towards a little uh, table that's set up with four t- uh, chairs and um, lets you guys sit down. Ooh, what a foyer, huh? All right, so I guess we can switch <laughs> to Valeria. Okay, um, so who are the servants? What do they look like, and how old are they, all that? Okay, uh, you make your way down to the kitchen, uh, which is sort of in the general direction that Mabel pointed you. There's only one other servant in there. It's a uh, sort of a young halfling man that you remember Mabel referred to as Clay, He's dressed in um, a little bit more, um, like, rustic, I guess, more rustic clothing than Mabel. Mabel is, um, you know, dressed very prim and proper. Clay seems to be the one who's handling the um, sort of the dirtier work. And he looks up as you come in and he says, um, oh, um, what, what, are you, what are you doing down here? Who are you? Oh, um, I'm here to make tea for, for my master who's downstairs right now. Or sorry, upstairs. Clay says, uh, "I I can handle that. Don't don't worry about it." Oh, uh, you don't, you completely don't have to. Well, you don't know where anything is, so I'll just it's fine. Like it's just tea. Right. Well, if you'd prefer it, yes. Yeah, Thank just you. you know, yeah, no problem. He says, and he uh, goes about starting to make tea. It's uh the kitchen. Interestingly, the rest of the house is built for humans. The kitchen is built at halfling size, so it is all a little bit um cramped. For you, <laughs> you've got to uh, bow your head a little bit to stand uh, in this room without bumping into the um, the lights that are hanging from the ceiling. How, wh- how much do we know about his master exactly that that would be reasonable for me to know? I mean, um, I told you guys the Culpeppers were excessive and demanding. Um, wow. So your your master seems kind of fussy, huh? Oh, you don't know Goldie. She's a, she's a real nightmare, he says. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, that's rough. I've, I've been in some, um, 
I've been in some difficult households myself. This one's not the best, not the worst. So I sympathize. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have to deal with the worst of it. Mabel has to to do her hair and, uh, you know, make her bed about four or five times a day. Um, You know, put all the exact right quantities of essential oils in her bath water. Um, At least I just have to cook and garden and clean Uh, and go on errands. We have a rival for Joshua Joshua here. (laughs) It's it's too bad that I I guess, you know, it's just. It'll always be like that, huh? Yeah, it seems like. Have you heard about, like, any kind of unrest in the area? Or, because I've been hearing, like, little snippets, but, you know, a lot of time it's sort of, like, filtered through rich people. So I'd, I'd like to hear, you know, what do you think about it? Uh, go ahead and roll uh, diplomacy and a perception. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see about the perception, because with diplomacy, I rolled a one. No, I don't like Brock Jones. No, he seems mean. <laughs> Brock Jones is... A, yeah, Brock Jones is mean. Um, So I got a one on the diplomacy, but I got a 23 on the perception, so I, I don't know. Clay gives you a, a suspicious look. You you notice there's a... It's kind of something that goes over his face, like you think that he maybe does know something, but he just sort of... uh grunts and shakes his head and he says um it's uh it's none of my business and none of yours either i'm sorry i didn't mean to offend i was that's it's fine you want some tea i can make an extra cup oh um thank you that would be nice did they want snacks or anything they didn't mention anything about that so you know i i can just um i think it's fine so I'll uh, slap some chopped up tomatoes on some stale bread and we can um, what, call it a bruschetta. <laughs> that's that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does that. And he uh, hands the tray over to you along with your cup of tea. And he says, um, mm, you better. I mean, you can leave it down here and come back to drink it if you want. It's pretty hot right now. And I bet they won't let you drink it upstairs. No. By upstairs, Thanks. I mean, like across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> so I just keep talking about the foyer. Um, yeah, Mabel uh, just stands sort of against the wall. She's watching you guys, but she's not participating in your conversation. So d- does Valeria give us the tea? Um, yes, I do. And the okay. Bruschetta. I think, but with cast <laughs> eyes, you know, I'm very yeah. Um, I cast Detect Thoughts on Valeria. Okay. Valeria, are you going to resist? Because I'm, I just want to know what you learned from the... I think... Maybe I sort of put up a momentary resistance when mm-hmm. I'm sort of fine. And I, I smile apologetically. Um, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll think about the stuff that I learned. Okay. And I, I nod and I say, Melise, this is very good. Thank you. Adequate, Melise. Hmm. And then we nod. <laughs> <laughs> Princey Light nods back. So you are dismissed, Melise. <laughs> and I, I nod and I, you know, excuse myself. And as she uh, walks out, I, I turn to Eli and I say, the air is always clearer when she's not here, ain't it? I suppose you could say that she is a, a dark cloud upon our sky. I, I say, <laughs> <down at> <laughs> you are such a poet. 
Apple Jackson. What all I think about when I'm out farming corn uh-huh. is poetry. Wait, I don't farm corn. I do. Well, I do. When I'm out observing the farm. Drink your tea, prefers- Prince Eli. Yeah. I, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Mabel is just uh, examining her cuticle. She doesn't look up at all. Now, if, if Melise or Valeria is off sort of scoping things out. Yeah, um, I'd like to do that. I mean, so the way back to the kitchens is all pretty much um, front of the house stuff, as it were, stuff that um, like Goldie would see every day. Are you going to try to find the servants' quarters? Yeah, it would probably be weird if I was in there, so should I do a stealth check? Yes. Luckily, I have a really high stealth. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope I don't like roll another one, because that would be bad. Come through Brock Jones. <laughs> yeah, come through Brock Jones. Okay, well, um, I rolled a 29. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah, it takes you a few tries to find the right door, but eventually you find uh, sort of a smaller door that um, has a handle, but, like, the, the there is no frame to it. Like, the rest of the doors in the house have sort of, a, like, a frame around it. This one is um, wallpapered over, so it blends in. It's also... Um, a little too small for you, but you're kind of down low to the ground, sneaking anyway. Um, you sneak in. It's um, halfling sized, so it's a little bit, a little bit rough. But you uh, go down there, and you see two beds. You see a, um, you know, sort of a wash bin and stuff. There's um, a couple trunks. There's small windows that uh, look out just above the grass, so there's a little bit of uh, sunlight. It's pretty uh, plain. There's also a uh, a little kid sitting on the ground on a carpet and playing with a a roughly hewn toy car. Sorry, that's a lie. Toy wagon. Toy wagon. Mm, you're close. The halflings have technology yet known to the rest of us. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. They're far or... advanced. It's yeah. It's a little. It's a little wagon. Um. He's got also a toy horse, but the horse is in the wagon. He's mm-hmm. pushing the wagon around. With the horse in it. <laughs> the horse is riding in the wagon. This kid is, uh, you don't know how old he is in um, halfling, in like official years, but he looks like he's maybe seven. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think Valeria is great with kids, so I think she's going to look around first. All right. All right, come through, Brock Jones. Hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, so I have a 21. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, so the, the kid is distracted by his little toy cart and horse, and he doesn't notice your uh, skillful sneaking through this um, area. You open up the crates at the foot of the beds, and you find mostly clothes and um, small trinkets that seem fairly unimportant. There's nothing that looks like there's nothing that mysterious in there. I'm not sure exactly what you're looking for, but you don't find anything that really rouses your interest. Okay. Clay has a small green jade crown in there. Like, not a real crown. It's shaped like a crown, which you know to be a, a symbol of uh, the deity Jot. Hmm. Is that the little trickster god you told us about? That's mm-hmm. right. Something that um, Valeria would probably know mm-hmm. from Miranda. Um yeah. It's one of the three main gods. Mm-hmm. Um, Jot is a deity of children, also of sort of magical things and chaos and thieves. 
you know, sort of the whims of fate. Uh, maybe I should talk to the kid. Yeah. Yeah, so I say hi. Uh, he jumps a little bit, and then he looks over and he says, um, hi. Hi, sorry sorry to startle you. Um, what's your name? I'm Sage. Aw. Nice to meet you, Sage. I'm Malik. Nice to meet you. In here, um, you know, because my mistress is and my master are visiting, so... I was just looking uh, to help in, in finding stuff for people. Um, and who are you? Are your parents servants here? Um, my dad is. Is is dad Clay? Uh-huh. Do you like carts? I love carts. Carts are great. <laughs> Do you have <laughs> carts? Not with me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have it? carts? I have a cart. <laughs> he holds up his toy cart and he shows you. Oh, wow, that is very cool. I want a horse, though. Do you have a, a horse? No, I don't have a horse, sadly. It's hard for people like us to afford stuff like horses. It's sad. Someday I'm going to steal a horse. That would be very impressive if you did. I'll have so many horses that they'll never catch me. If you can pull that off, I'd be very impressive. Valeria is a terrible role model, so she, of course she's just going to encourage. <laughs> okay. Roll a, roll a diplomacy check. Okay, great. Yeah. I got an 11. Yeah. Well, you beat him. He's just a kid. Oh, um, <laughs> he says, uh, do you want to know a secret? I would love to know a secret. He, uh, he gets kind of a sly, mischievous look on his face, and he kind of grins, and he uh, goes over, uh, and he crawls under one of the beds. You hear shifting wood. You hear something being moved. And he crawls out from under the bed, and he's holding something behind his back. And he says, um, you can keep a secret, right? Of course. <laughs> he pulls his hands out from behind his back. He has, like, a lot of um, kind of expensive trinkets, like a pearl-backed hairbrush, a few very delicate glass figurines with, um, you know, gemstone eyes, he has uh, a handful of gold pieces. He has just a little handful of treasures in both of his hands. And he and he grins at you. And where did you, how did you come by those? He says, uh, Goldie. <laughs> <laughs> that is very impressive. You are a clever little boy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to steal all the horses. <laughs> He uh, goes back under the bed and hears some more shifting. Like, okay, Valeria's being such an enabler here. Jeez. Um, <laughs> does your dad know that you, that you took all these? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, oh. some of them. But he knows that this is a habit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and about that. He says I need to be real careful. So he thinks it's dangerous, but he doesn't. He doesn't think what you're doing is wrong, does he? He says that seven-year-olds don't go to jail. Well, I say seven. I'm I'm um I'm eleven years old, but that's like seven for humans. <laughs> mm-hmm. He really must not like Goldie very much. Goldie has lots of pretty things. Yeah. Does your dad ever talk about like nobles in general and how he feels about them? He says nobles have lots of nice stuff. Hmm. Okay. My dad and I have worked for a lot of nobles. Yeah, it seems like that. Um, Except this stuff's all from Goldie. 
We sell it once we're all done. Oh. So you don't you don't stick around too long, do you? No, I don't think so. Does your dad have any plans about like what he plans to do with this stuff, or is it just for spending money? These are my treasures. I'll sell them and I'll have my own money. But we we'll, we'll have to wait. We can't sell it here, cause people will know it's Goldie's. That's very sensible. He nods. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not sure what I'm getting here, but beyond that, they're like petty thieves, which is cool. But um, <laughs> yeah. So you and your dad must make a lot of money. Do you have any plans about like what to do with that in the long run? I'm gonna use all my money for candy. Is <laughs> dad ever talking? And about- then I'm gonna use. Then, then he gets real excited. Then I'm going to use my candy. I'm going to have other kids get me things for candy. <laughs> He's just going to create that, another economy. <laughs> that sounds well, like a blast. Does your dad have any big plans? He um kind of furrows his brow. Make another diplomacy check. Ooh, nice. Okay, 24. Yes. Okay. He okay. says... Um, I- Claria wasn't good with kids, but she's way better with the kid than with the dad, this one. I think I, I could see her connecting with, really vibing with a thief kid. Yeah, yeah. She, she was uh, a kid once. He's, he's very short compared to you because he's a halfling and he's a child. Aww. He um looks up at you and he kind of, like, crooks his finger at you, like, mm, come here, come here. <laughs> yeah, um, I lean in. Okay, yeah, he uh whispers in your ear, he says, um, my dad's going to steal all of Goldie's money, and then we're going to run away. And he grins real big, and he steps back. That is very impressive. Has your your dad ever mentioned a starling of any kind? Says, um, you sound like Junebug. Hmm. Really? Has Junebug mentioned, does Junebug like to talk about starlings? She, she was talking to my dad about like birds or something? I don't know. It was pretty boring. I was playing with my horsey. <laughs> my dad said that um, Junebug was being stupid, and then we went back home, and uh, he made he made me some mashed potatoes and some corn and some chicken, and then I had a piece of cake. It was pretty good. I think that I probably got as much out of uh, of the kid as I can. He says that. Do you steal anything from your master? I've stolen some things, but I've learned over the years that sometimes the most important things that you can steal are secrets. Ooh. Um, People say lots of things in front of me because I'm just a kid. That's really good. When you're not important, people say all kinds of things. (laughs) What I do is what I do is I, I hide under the couch and I listen. That's very good. Remember those things, because they might be worth more than hairbrushes. Do you have anything to trade? I don't like the hairbrush very much. I'd like something else better. Do I have anything on me? You've got your jewelry and stuff. Also, don't you have all of our stuff, because we threw it to you? (laughs) Yeah, you have all the stuff. (laughs) Okay, so, um, like... I have a bag of marbles, if you're interested in that. That's right, you have all of Violet's knickknacks. Uh-huh, I've got a bag of marbles, a goose comb, um... The, the, the ball and cup um, toy. Don't yeah. you dare! I knew you'd say that! I knew you'd say that! Valeria, don't give away my ball and cup toy. You know how important that is. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, would you like, uh, like a bag of marbles for the hairbrush? 
Uh, roll a uh, roll a diplomacy check, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going to give away your ball and cup. Thank you. <laughs> uh, diplomacy. All right, thirteen. He uh, kind of gives you a look, like he uh, makes kind of like a like a smiley, like um, mischievous face at you, and he says, um, "Those marbles aren't worth as much as my brush." No, he's smart. Um. <laughs> You, you are... fail to beat a child's appraise check. <laughs> okay. Well, I've I've got other stuff. <laughs> um What else is there that might appeal to a kid? Yeah, let it... me see. Okay, um, if it comes but I might trade the ball. You've got a steamy romance novel. <laughs> um, <laughs> I give that to a kid. You've got masterwork fortune telling scar um cards, loaded dice, a bag of bone shards. I'm trying to think. What do you guys think would most appeal to a kid out of all the? <laughs> all Honestly, the maybe the bone shards. Yeah, bone shards look pretty I, cool. I have, I have some bone shards that are like from. That's pretty cool, huh? Um, he says, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow!" He says, "Yeah." He just sort of like tosses the hairbrush in your general direction, and he scrambles to get these bone shards. <laughs> And he sort of picks them up. They're very sharp, is the one thing. They are uh, daggers. They are daggers. <laughs> um, he kind of picks them up, and he kind of drops them on the floor, and he watches them fall around, and he says, Wow! <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh. what are they? They, um, they are bones that were, that a tiefling pulled out. Cool. <laughs> huh? Yeah, picks one up like a dagger. And he uh, kind of, like, pretends to stab you. But, like, he doesn't get close to you, really. He just kind of, like, pretends. And I pretend to die, like, dramatically. <laughs> he says, ooh! Anti-Valeria. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he gathers up all the bone shards and the uh, the marbles. He puts all the bone shards under the bed. You hear the wood scraping again. All right. Okay. Well, I think that I have to go back to my duties now, but it was really great talking to you, Sage. Okay. Bye-bye. How about we keep this meeting between the two of us? It's our secret, huh? Mm, uh, roll a diplomacy check. Okay. Nine. I rolled a nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you managed to beat him. He um nods very seriously, and he uh puts up three fingers, and he uh, puts them... On his on his forehead, like you would do with like the loser L, but with three fingers. And he says, um, "Walk safe." Oh, is that's, that like um, a jot thing? That's a jot thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's cute. Thank you. You too. You do it too now. <laughs> so I, but I put the three fingers on my forehead as well, and I say, "Walk safe." <laughs> he says, oh, "There you go." You did it. <laughs> and remember to collect those secrets because they can be even more valuable than hairbrushes. Mm-hmm. Little boy's big ears. Mm. That's what my dad says. <laughs> Your dad's a very smart man. You seem pretty smart, too. Oh, well, I try. If you find any horses, give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> he waves, and then he sits back down on the carpet, and he goes back to playing with his cart and horse. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go back upstairs, and um, I'm since I'm resigned to this indignity. I, if you want to read my thoughts, there. <laughs> um, well, actually, I can't because I, I used it up for the day. Um, oh, okay. Well, then I guess we'll 
you know, we'll talk later. I could detect desires, and you could desire to tell me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a cheap trick. Well, I'm sorry, but it's a much higher rated. Okay. I mean, and you, you can't. Always... I think maybe I just like, you know, I I give you kind of a let's let's talk look. Okay. Also, though, are you gonna go get the tea from um Clay? Oh right, yeah, I should do that. Um, he offered to let me leave it down there while it cooled. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So he's kind of assuming she'll come back. I think right now it's probably better to not spend mm-hmm. too much that kind of thing because we'll we'll talk soon i'm gonna go down and get that tea okay yeah you go back down to the kitchen uh clay's still there he's drinking his own cup of tea now and he says um it's probably uh good for you now yeah thank you for making it by the way i really appreciate that yeah no problem it's no extra trouble or anything since i was already making some yeah well um good luck with everything and um I know way too much about this guy now. Uh, um, so I, I guess I say, you know, thanks and good luck with Goldie. You know, she seems like a rough one. I says, uh, yeah, thanks. Um, good luck so, yours too, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so it, it's funny because I, I didn't really know what to make of like this whole situation, but um, someone called Junebug tried to talk to me earlier about things and it was a little strange actually. Uh, what sort of things? Mentioned something uh, about a starling. I don't. I don't know. I seemed kind of shady to me. I'm mostly just trying to like keep my head down and all, you know. Uh, roll a bluff check. Okay, if this goes badly, I'm like really. Oh, fucking... Come on, Brock Jones. <laughs> Who is Brock Jones? It's the website that the dice rollers on, Clara. Catch up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a twelve. Okay. Uh, he says. Um, that's a, a lie. What do you... Who, who sent you here? <laughs> who are you? Are you spying for someone? You could say Curly or you could say the flock. Yeah, so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Curly. Yeah, I think that's wise. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> She's like, um... Really? You don't know? Um... Okay. Am I supposed? Is she famous? <laughs> Am I supposed to know who Curly is? She's memorable. <laughs> I mean, people are people talk about her all the time, you know, because they're because she's a tiefling. Um, the only tiefling I've seen recently is um, no one actually. I mean, I've heard uh, I've heard that uh, Violet Thresher is back in town. Yeah, Curly's. She's sort of. Uh, She's a thief in this area who kind of, you know, looks out for her friends um, because, you know, there's some there's some really bad guilt out there. And Curly's not like that. She's a she's a solid person who's just looking out for friends. Oh, she's uh, she's not a fan of Rook Naren, I'm guessing. Mm. Do you know Rook Naren? Not personally. Yeah, I don't know him either. He's the kind of person who I think that I just kind of try and stay stay away from. Yeah, yeah, tried to recruit me uh, a few years. Well, not him personally. Again, one of his uh, guild members. I uh, left town real fast with the... Uh, I left town real fast. Anyway, I didn't want any part of that. It seems uh, like the whole guild business is a real scam. I want to keep all my money for myself. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... This is the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's an, he's just admitted he's a thief. 
Well, it's, it's, listen, I mean, we're on the. I mean, you're spying for uh, a thief. Um, so you <laughs> know. know. I mean, uh, I just I showed my hand a little bit, but um, listen, you don't have proof of anything. Uh, Goldie's not here. Listen, just just don't don't go anywhere with this. I I understand. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I assume she's anti Rook Naren, though, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean Rook Naren. I I mean, he just seems like a real asshole. It's trying to consolidate a lot of thieves guilds. I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to. Yeah, no. I mean, a lot of us, uh, a lot of us, uh, kind of indie indie workers don't like uh, big uh, corporate thieves guilds. No. <laughs> mm. You know the the bosses like you know you you get into the gig to to escape that sort of a deal. Like we tolerate people like Goldie for the you know and achieving an end, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, Goldie's not my my real boss. My real boss is me. Hmm. Yeah, I totally understand all that. Um, so, um, but yeah, I was I was just wondering because um, um, Rook Naren's the one I'm worried about, not any Starling. Yeah, the Starlings aren't really like they don't. It doesn't seem like their aims are our aims. You know, that's it's like they've got some big political thing going on. Way no, above you know, they're um, it's some sort of halfling. I mean, like, listen, I've got more in common with fellow thieves than I've got in common with um, you know, a lot of farming halflings. Yeah. Um. Do you know like what what they're trying to do or what they want? It- he says, uh, honestly, um. Almost as soon as um, Junebug started going with the whole, um, you know, farm business, I, I immediately lost interest. I told her I wasn't interested, that I don't care about whether or not the roads have potholes or whether or not the wells are contaminated or whatever. Um, I told her to, to leave me alone with her uh, rabble rousing, that I wasn't going to be in town for much longer anyway, because, um, you know, I have to go back to visit my ailing mother. Um, right. Well, that's what I well, said. It seems like they're... I let that stuff sort of breeze by me. I'll be all right no matter what happens. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. Um, well, yeah. thank you, and best of luck with everything. Uh, yeah, you too. Okay, so I, I think I kind of get out of there and go back upstairs. Yeah. Uh, Prince Eli has been making some very convincing small talk about oh uh, <laughs> about for- foyers and nice. um, sort of the uh, the minutia of constructing uh, manor houses. Violet, wow, I'm um, so proud of him. Off. Right, it's incredibly it's a- boring. He's uh, been talking a lot about different architects in Calbridge. Elspeth's been nodding and, you know, sometimes sort of jumping in with like random architectural terms like flying buttresses and things like that. <laughs> yeah. I laughed the first time she said flying buttresses. Yes. <laughs> is, is Valeria here? Am I? I, I mean, mean, yeah, you can have gotten back by now. I mean, the the prince just spent, he was buying you guys as much time as conceivably possible, because it doesn't take that long to drink tea. Nope. Um, yeah. You can discuss a foyer, even if it is. Yeah. Nice. Right, it's so it's just trying to fill time and, you know, buy time for you to get back by talking a lot about architecture and foyers. We thank you for your hospitality and for the tea. I tire of this place. <laughs> yes. yes, we should be. We should be going, shouldn't we? The height of mediocrity, the prince says, as he uh, goes and he uh, 
automatically goes to pick up his backpack from Valeria and then stops and says, um, you should, uh, never mind. And then he walks very quickly out the door. Um, I say to Mabel, like, these young rich kids, they don't even know how to do it yet. Yeah, she says. Uh, what a loser. <laughs> well, um, and I get defensive, but I know that that's not in character. So I, I, <laughs> um, I say, well, he's young. Yeah, like they get better with age. Right. Well, Goldie, sure, I'm guessing didn't. Um, don't tell, I mean, I don't think she'd appreciate. I don't think you should, for your sake, for you, I don't think you should tell her I was hanging out in her foyer for so long. Uh, I think I know how to run my own business, thank you. Sorry. Listen, like, I've been a certain, just, just, just listen. I let you, I give you a favor, right? I'm not yeah. gonna go, like, okay. telling her, oh, by the way, I let some strangers into your house, and I gave them tea, and I let them go out. <laughs> All you right, you're right, that's fair, about. Mabel. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I've been over, over cautious. Like, by the way, idiot, don't tell your boss you did something real dumb. <laughs> I really, really like Mabel now. Um, I Do you want, like, I don't know, do you want anything? Do I want? No, 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 it's, I'm fine. All right. Thanks, Mabel. Yeah, have a nice day. You too. She uh, escorts you out and she uh, closes the door behind you. Well, suppose we all reconvene. Do you all think we still need to go to the mayor's house? Uh, no, I would rather not. Um, oh. I, I think that I picked up some potential leads. Great. Do Which, tell. Um, Junebug is, in fact, involved with the Starlings. They they seem to be advocating for political change, better roads, etc. It doesn't seem like... It seems like these Starlings are the kind of people who might not be of concern one way or another to petty thief type. That makes sense, then. Um... They seem to be interested, based on my conversation with Junebug, like you said, in, in infrastructure and in economic renewal. Uh, yes, I think so. Very well. Uh, this. Oh, wait, the princess. Um, you think so? You think Rook is involved in this too, or Prince? Yes. <laughs> what is your plan when you become king? I don't know. I mean, I've I to to run the country well and in the best interests of everyone. Well, here's the th the thing, Prince. Is we've got people who want. How do you feel about the nobility hierarchy? Do you love um, it? I mean, it's I don't. I mean, it's traditional, I suppose. Um, it's a it's a way of um, you know dividing the kingdom into manageable sections. Um, mm -hmm. You know, to have people who uh, ostensibly rule a given area, but who uh, report things about that area to me so it can inform my um, law writing decisions. Of course, you have to make sure that the people who are in charge, those nobles, aren't abusing their privileges. Um, things can get sticky there, uh, but, you know, yeah, people are I doing a bad job. That, like makes a little bit of a little twitch of the face at abusing their privileges, but she's not she's mm. not being not being starky, she's just kind of... Mm. Um, if they're, you know, abusing their privileges, obviously they need to be removed from their positions of power. Uh, and What about somebody who's more reliable but has no blood claim to the position? Um, 
What do you, I mean, so just someone I would, I would choose? Just someone who economically or by popular, you know, seems like a good leader for their town. Their- so I would ask people what they recommended. And then I would, from that list of people they suggested, uh, make a selection. I'm saying there's already a degree of self-rule in your kingdom, right? Like the mayor and the mayors, right? Of course. Yes, Uh but but they're not noble. No, that's that's correct. You're saying I should make the mayors give them a noble title. I'm saying maybe more people. Maybe you should be able to earn a noble title. Well, you can. Oh, I guess you can't. I could make it so that if you become a mayor, I guess. Well, then we'd have a lot of nobles. Very. I don't think it should be like that. But I'm saying there should be a way. If somebody like saved the, the, the you know saved the country or oh wasn't... that's of course there's a path to nobility through um you know the holy knighthood to do that um sure um, maybe maybe open it up a little bit more you've got in in what in what way do you do we mean? have any halfling nobles uh well uh, no. no so so find a way to make some halflings noble. I guess probably find a way to make anyone who earns it be noble, regardless of race. Oh, I can. Yeah. So I can brainstorm, um, brainstorm about that for sure. If people start asking you, I think the you should. I don't know how you feel about the structure, but I think that is going to be a sticking point in the very near future. Uh, Halfling nobility. I think all. I think the the fine. It sounds like that both. The Starling, whatever the Starling's running, she wants more represent. She wants better. She wants more bang for the buck, basically, for you know the little people who pay taxes and never really see anything out here in the country, right? That's what it sounds like, I guess. Yeah, then that's kind of an issue of nobility because nobody's speaking for them. That's true. There's um, not a lot of uh, you know. There's the nobles are spread pretty thin in these areas where there's not uh, a big town. Then you've got the dampier rock bard up in a castle heat sorry what rock bard yeah you said that term before clara i'm taking it from you rook naren is not a rock bard you said you referred to him jokingly as a rock bard i you said rock i bard. said bard uh-huh <laughs> i was making a joke about having a rock star st- all right that's fine yes <laughs> uh-huh he, uh-huh the princess anyway he has a thorn in his side because he can't become a noble i don't Think he should. I don't think he should be a but, but I think that it's representative of a, a bigger problem that we're seeing at two very different types of people. I, I think that Violet is makes an excellent point. You know, in, in Sheliax, uh, basically no one can be noble unless they have a blood claim and like they all own slaves and worship demons. And I mean, it's I don't like to talk about it too much, but I mean, it's it's not great over there. Okay, so you think that the connection between the Nightjar and the Starling is that they both want to be noble? Well, whatever they want, it's not you as a actual monarch in the way that monarchs have ruled Adelia before. I guess that's true. Yeah, the bottom line is, who, who should rule in your kingdom? Why? And how do they get that privilege? Certainly big questions to consider. Uh, he nods and looks very grave. All right. Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay. Um, I suppose we should leave town? Uh, yeah. 
yeah, I guess over there, I guess we want to go. Very well. Should, should we say goodbye to your parents? Yeah. Um, what time of day is it? Um, it's like um, noonish. Okay, I'm gonna pop my head in to say goodbye to Ima. She uh, she looks up as you come in. She's uh, dusting the pews, I guess. She says, uh, "Oh, hi again, Violet." Um, I'm heading out. Oh, all, all right. Um, we'll be safe on the road. It was it was good to see you again. Mm-hmm. You stay safe too. I'll do my very best. Not too much to hurt me out here. Um, I was accused of murder, and they're after me. I didn't do it. Um, so stuff might be happening. Okay. okay. Goodbye, Ima. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> to say and then leave. Uh huh. Okay. I guess we were waiting for you outside. Yeah. I want to take the chicken with me, but I can't, so I'll say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Can I take the yeah, chicken that, with me? No, probably not. That would be not. insane. It would be no. insane. Chicken die real fast. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just this ancient chicken? No. All right. I say goodbye to the chicken, but then I also put a little picture in front of the chicken. Um, I draw a little picture of me. Okay. And I put it on the chicken, you know, in the chicken coop. Okay. I say, now I can do magic powers. Oh shit! You're right. Mm-hmm. I have this. I have this new thing, Marnie. I can flicker between pictures of me, and sometimes when you look at the ch- at me at that picture of me, um, I'll be looking back. Uh, the the chicken looks very confused. Okay, she was pretty smart last time I talked to her, Clara. <laughs> she didn't know about <laughs> magic, though. She knows I'm magic. She said I was. She didn't mind everything being haunted. Oh, that's true. She knows you're haunted. She says, um. Ghosts in the chicken coop. Yep, and they'll be in that picture looking at you. Ghosts in the picture in the chicken coop. I miss you. I'll miss you too, Violet. Um, Do you have any corn? Yes, I give her the best Place corn. Place the corn before the picture of Violet. I, that is not what this is. Place <laughs> okay, the corn um, before Yes, the... I do that. Very good. <laughs> and I sprinkle some, like, like glowing ink around it so it looks kind of <laughs> magical <laughs> it will be uh you yeah, and uh yeah. the chicken flaps her wings and she says um and then you'll come out of the picture no um i flicker into the picture for a second and wave at her wait this, <laughs> you can't move in there can I you i can if i'm right next to it really yeah that's how amazing this this um spell is Wow. The uh, the chicken goes wild. Yeah, I'm like, hello. She says, uh, Violet is in the picture. Oh! And then she I go... She seems very surprised that, like, real magic happened, not just something weird and haunted. And then I go back into my body. She says, uh, very good, Violet. You've yes. learned! I have learned. you Because of you, this magic has happened. Um... <laughs> I'm a very good magician chicken. My magic chicken. You could say that she's a magician. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the prince um looks very curiously at this tiny violet altar in the chicken coop. I say it's for my my favorite chicken. Okay. Um, your parents might. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. They're your parents. Never mind. Yeah. Um. Okay, 
I go to my parents. Hey, Mom, Dad, I, it's been really great seeing you. Um, it's been wonderful to see you again, Violet. I, I, like I said, I wasn't sure if you'd ever come back to Pinnacle Creek to see us. Mm-hmm. I guess you're leaving now. You got uh, worldly things to worry about. And, uh, you know, those uh, people who think you murdered the queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did it. Well, we'll be, we'll be looking for you. Well, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. And a third and a fourth and a fifth, too. Yeah. Um, well, we love you, Violet. I love you, too. I miss you. You know, and if you ever, like I said, we'll keep you safe. No matter what you did, you're still our daughter. Thank you. Um, sometimes, oh, well, I don't know how much it would freak them out to tell them that I can look at them through my scarecrow. Only Violet knows that. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I have a, um, I have a girlfriend. Oh, wow. That's so nice. I didn't know that you'd ever uh, yeah. um, find mm-hmm. someone who, um, you know, who uh, who agreed with you. She is super good at sprinkling me at night with holy water. And um, now that's that's mm-hmm. a good lady. And she can like she always is making sure there are like little wards around. Um, she falls asleep in another room with a locked door to make sure everything is well, that's a little bit excessive. She, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure they, the caution is great. She's, uh, she sounds like a real wise woman, but mm-hmm. um, that's a little bit. I mean, I, I mean, geez, Violet. <laughs> you sure okay. that's how you want to be treated? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Mom and Dad. Maybe I'll talk to her. Um, thanks. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll meet her. That I'd love, I'd love to meet her. I'm sure your mother would too. I, I would, Violet. That'd be so nice if you ever. Um. Well, I mean, you know, we won't. It's it's all right if we if we never meet her. You know, if things don't quite work out, or uh, you know, if you if you forget, it's not a big deal. Um, but um, yeah, we'd love to meet her. Mm. Okay, so everything good. Everything went great. Do you need any uh, any food or anything? I could uh, give you some bread or uh, yeah, you know, we could replenish the supply. That'd be great. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, your mother uh, goes to the cupboards and she uh, pulls out some vegetables and she gives you the uh, half of a loaf of bread that was left over from what you bought this morning. Um, she hands it all over to you and she says, um, and you can get some eggs out of the chicken coop if you like. I know how you love that chicken. I do. Um, she's a little. There's a little, there's a picture of me in there. Uh huh. It looks a little weird. I did it to make her happy. Okay. You did, you did it to make the chicken. All right, Violet. It's me, you know, Marty. You and you and those birds, sure. Real, real tight. Real tight with uh, some of the birds, anyway. Um, I'll uh, leave it in there for your um, your chicken. (laughs) Why is the Violet? Did you? Did you do something to that chicken, Violet? Honestly, I don't know. Um, she talks a lot about demons. She does? No. I, I say, Mom, <laughs> Dad, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> you and your stories, Violet. I know. She's just a chicken. She likes looking at pictures of me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's real sweet, Violet. <laughs> um, you and your uh, 
chicken talking. All right. Well, we, we love you. Um, be careful out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the stew. Uh, no, don't mention it. Any any friend of Violet's is a friend of ours. We appreciate Try not to that. murder anyone else. We'll be on it. We'll um, do our best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have. Okay. I'm I'm a little teary. And then. Okay. They both give you a hug. All right, guys. Let's go. I go and sit in my crater for a second. Okay. You go and sit in your crater for a little bit. What does that? It gives me, um, I get an extra spell slot. (laughs) (laughs) It lasts for 30 seconds, and... I cast, I cast levitate. (laughs) Okay, you levitate. Um, Violet, you, you levitate in the air. I mean, it's lasting for a minute, I guess, because this is what happens when you're in a crater. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you levitate into the air, and you look out across the, uh, the blue sky and the familiar houses, um, and you feel a sensation on your finger. Oh. Uh, look, I look down at your ring. Uh-huh. It's broken. What? Excuse me? That means she died, Clara. Is that what you mean? Or she took it off. But those are the two options. Yes. follow us on twitter at fantasy Batcast, or you can find us on tumblr at fantasy podcast.tumblr.com we're still trying to work out social media we're all very busy and um it's hard to really get into that rhythm but thank you so much for those of you who have followed us we've got maps up there now so that's something um again i'm so sorry for the delay i will try to keep it from happening again and with that i will talk to you next week